Medicine and disease subdue each other. Our immediate first pointer. A clear-eyed fellow has no nest, sometimes on the summit of the solitary peak, we grow in profusion. Sometimes he's his naked, naked and free in the passing uh, uh, marketplace, suddenly he appears as an angry titan with three heads and six arms. Suddenly, as sun face or moon face Buddha, he releases the light of all-embracing mercy. In a single atom, he manifests all physical forms to save people according to their type. He mixes, he mixes with mud and water. <coughs> if suddenly he releases an opening upwards, not even the Buddha's eye could see him. Even if a thousand sage, sages appeared, they too uh, would have to fall back 3,000 miles. <coughs> Is there anyone with the same attainment and same realization to test? I cite this to see the case. Your man teaching his community said, medicine and disease subdue each other. The whole earth is medicine. What is yourself? Uh, this is a case. <coughs> uh, let me uh, explain a simply pointer first. Uh, in this point, a pointer, uh, the key point uh, is that uh, we, as human beings, uh, <coughs> shouldn't um, express uh, individual, uh, how can I say, individual strong experience in their own life, staying with it and emphasize it too much and force the people to learn that experiences. <clears throat> so your life must be uh, in fluidity, like as water, uh, constantly deepen uh, your life, day to day. <clears throat> that is the point it says. <clears throat> A clear-eyed fellow has no nest. That's why there is nothing to hide, to be hidden. Always uh, clear-eyed person uh, has no place to be hidden, to hide. <coughs> Means um, he is always open. Um, to manifest himself uh, according to the circumstances and uh, according to individual uh, different persons, etc. So that's why next it says, sometimes on the summit of the solitary peak, uh, on the summit of the solitary peak with grow in profusion, on the summit, summit of the solitary peak means a Buddha. In other words, perfect aloneness. Perfect aloneness, uh, absolute aloneness in the whole world. That is Buddha. Buddha appears. <coughs> uh, 
But weeds grow in profusion, that is compassion, his, his compassion always uh, comes out his life. So wherever he may go, he is always alone, absolutely, and nevertheless, many people around, and uh, his compassion is over them. <coughs> that is, he says, sometimes, that's why sometimes on the summit of solitary peak, weeds grows in profusion. This weeds grows in profusion is compassion. Uh, human world needs compassion, Buddhist compassion. That's why weeds grow in profusion. Sometimes <coughs> he is naked and free in the Boston marketplace means uh, he's naked and free means uh, <coughs> completely his his life is open his life is um, <coughs> active and quiet in every circumstances particularly in the human world it says here in the bustling marketplace. The human society is a kind of busting market place. So your life is really, you know, kind of uh, merchandise in the marketplace. Okay. <coughs> but not in the United States, you know, marketplace. But you have to show, you have to be, your merchandise must be there, but in universal marketplace. Not only your life, but also religion, Buddhism, and sciences, whatever it, whatever they are. They must be uh, displayed, they must be <coughs> displayed in the universal marketplace. And then people see it. Uh, sometimes he is naked and free in the bustling marketplace. Suddenly he appears as angry titan with three heads and six arms. That means that compassion is not always gentle, considerate, and charitable. Sometimes angry. Uh, angry face, angry feeling, angry titan. <coughs> Uh, but this, this is this angry is not usual angry. This is wisdom, function of the wisdom, because <coughs> wisdom is wisdom is um, uh, human resolute, resolute, resolute well uh, in your life. Mm, basically, you have to you have to live. You do that. Okay. <coughs> no one help you. So you do live means you do accept your life. You do accept any human problem with your hand, softly, gently, compassionately. That requires you really great human resolute will. It's simple. It's very simple. But you can't do it. It's very difficult. In other words, accept means basically you should trust in you, trust in others. Then trust in any problem. Anyway, problem occurs in the universal perspective. So nothing to... Uh, to hate or to attach to or anyway accept and uh, work on uh, one by one. But first attitude toward them is <coughs> to trust in, to accept totally in your hand, softly, gently. And then work on one by one. <coughs> That, that is a wisdom. That's why first you need a wisdom. That is plainly speaking. Perfect visible will. And 
then compassion comes up. <coughs> so, uh, suddenly he appears as an, an angry titan with three heads and six arms. This wisdom must be, must be functioning with uh, three heads and six arms means free wherever you may go. This is uh, very important for us. Okay? Because human life is already tangled, entangled. So this is already human, human life. But tangled, tanglement comes from where? Well, from you. But including you and tanglement, tangled state of human life, both exist in the universal perspective, if so, uh, tangle, a tangle of thread, thread is not something you try to keep away from. So, <clears throat> but the, wherever you may go, you have to face this, the, a tangle of a thread, okay, a directory, instead of escaping. If you try to escape, very naturally you become criti- criticism, critical toward object, toward human problem, toward your life, toward others, toward circumstances. And that criticism uh, me implies you don't face directly any problem. Okay? So, <coughs> So you have to face directly in order to face directly. Anyway, you need you need a great human resolute will. Okay. Right now, you have to accept it. Anyway, accept means blindly accept. Anyway, with compassion. Anyway, accept it and then work on loosening the tanglement, a tangle of threads one by one. That is, that's why with three heads and six arms, wherever you may go, this is most basic, important attitude toward human life. Okay? Suddenly, as sun face or moon face Buddha, he releases, releases that light of all embracing mercy. Sometimes, just like a Buddha, you can see, usually, okay, some face, some moon face Buddha. Very compassionate, kind, gentle Buddha. He releases the light of embracing mercy. So this, anyway, brighten human life and uh, fill your life. In a single storm, uh, in a single atom, he manifests all physical forms. And the Buddha is, the Buddha is a vast, but vastness can be seen in a single hour, single moment, single hour. <coughs> because moment or single atom is not small world, it's huge world, simultaneously huge. Because if you research a very small word through and through, you can break the wall of existence, so-called small world, and it's become big, huge. And if you research through and through big, huge universe, through and through, it's returned to moment, time. That's natural. That's why in the Diamond Sutra, it says, Bodhisattva always live in a moment simultaneously at his time. For Bodhisattva, moment is not moment, short period, period of time, but it's eternal. So, um, in a single atom, he manifests all physical forms to save people according to their type. 
he mixes with mud and water. Uh, if you read Avalokiteshvara Bodhisattva in Saddhamma Pundarika Sutra, chapter 24. Chapter 24, Avalokiteshvara always appears, appears as a child when she meet him. Was little girl, he becomes, uh, he appears as a girl when he, he uh, meets girl. So when he meets the old man, he appears as an old man. So 32 uh, ways of his appearance in human world. That means naked, Buddha's life is naked and free. In, under all circumstances. Uh, Buddha and Buddha is not far from us. This is our life. Okay? If you don't have, if you see, look, if you see your life and uh, nothing to, to be seen, right, like a Bodhisattva life, Varakteshvara's uh, life, or Buddha's life, don't be discouraged. Dis- discouraged. You can try. You can do it. So day to day, even a little bit, we try. We try to follow Buddha's and Bodhisattva's way. So that's why to save, uh, to walk. To save means, uh, uh, to save means uh, not to, um, to guide or to teach, uh, to walk, to walk with all beings. Hand in hand forever. Forever. Can you walk with your friend, with your husband, with your girlfriend, with your teacher? Hand in hand forever under all circumstances. Can you do that? In the process of walking along like this, then you can learn. You are about your life and about the human world, about the kind of, what the kindness is, what the gentleness is, what the considerable feeling heart is, what is a charitable heart is. You can learn. But you have already lots of knowledge of uh, charitable, charitable heart or kindness or considerate heart, but Actually, this is just idea. Sometimes it works, but mostly it doesn't work. So I think you should give lots of content, quality, meaning to your ideas. What is good enough? Good enough to manifest it in your life. Actually. So to save people, uh, to save people means to walk. Okay. That is really Buddha's way. And the leadership, we use a leadership or teacher. If we say, I save you, at that time there is a discrimination. I and you. I am superior. You are inferior because I am saving you. So very naturally there is a discrimination But uh, real uh, meaning of uh, leadership or spiritual teacher must be a peaceful walker. Forever. Forever. Under all circumstances. This is Buddha's life. Bodhisattva's life. Not particular, under particular circumstances. Okay? <coughs> Save people according to their type. He mixes with man and water. That is just like a man and water uh, becomes uh, becomes one. Okay? Uh, because the human beings have. Uh, Completely different personality, different character, characters, and uh, 
there is no uh, same type of human beings. Even though your experience day to day is not all the same. If there are ten people, ten people always brings different lifestyle, different problems, different uh, experiences. Every day, different. So, from this point, if I see some, some person that, that is like a man and a woman, but temporarily we can say mud, temporarily we can say water, but water and mud must walk together in peace and harmony. This is Buddha's way. If suddenly he releases an opening upward, uh, the he releases an open upwards. I don't know. This is uh, a very funny translation. Do you understand? If suddenly he releases an open upwards, I don't know. Uh, kind of uh, would say a single path single paths are moving toward truth, seeking, moving toward the truth. Um, that means upward, upward. The downwards means uh, to come descend, to descend to human world. That is downward. So there are two ways for human, human, human life. It must be. It must be based on going upwards and going downwards. Upward means uh, seeking constantly for the truth. Goes up and going up and downward means uh, well. Even though you seek for the truth. But through the practice, and if it, if your life is not rooted in the human world, it doesn't make sense. So you have to come back to, come back to human world. So you have to live with all beings. That is two types. So that is uh, here says uh, releases and opening upward means a single path single path sitting toward the truth toward the truth going upward so <coughs> that is not even the Buddha's eye uh, could see him if, if suddenly he releases he opens he opens this way if he opens this way wherever he may go <coughs> uh, not even the Buddha's eye could see him uh, uh, I think the that way is uh, open means uh, how can I say? Suddenly, if suddenly he opens a single path going upward, means um, he doesn't cling, he doesn't attach to this particular way to seek for the truth. In the process of the going upward, nevertheless, he opens. He opens. So that means uh, going upward, uh, a way of going upward is simultaneously a way of going downward. Is that clear? Simultaneously. Because open. Open means simultaneously. The, a way of going upward, his going way of, uh, his way of 
going upward is simultaneously your way and the other's way. So it's open. So it's universal. His way is universal. So at that time, even the Buddha's eye could see him, and not even, even the Buddha's eye, Buddha can't see it, can't see it, because it's completely open. For instance, um, uh, I always say uh, the high diver, you know, from the high cliff, you know, uh, in Acapulco, I always uh, I take this uh, analogy because it's very good analogy for you. Uh, his life is very serious. Okay, the, his way is constantly going upward, connected with uh, unity, oneness. Okay. But it is not um, abstract. Unity is closely related with air, mountains, his consciousness, emotions, the oceans, the climate, all things. So it's, it is simultaneously on his way of going downward. That is his life, is exactly open display there. Okay? He shows his life exactly like this. That is how, standing, his place, straight away. Okay? And then, if you see, if he see exactly moment when he becomes unity, with all sentient beings, with airs and uh, waters and climate and everything, emotions, etc., all becomes one, and he finds the absolute moment. At that time, his life is completely open. And then, any time, it is the moment when he can, whenever he can, he can jump into the ocean. So that is the time he's ready to go. Then he says, by, uh, he doesn't say actually, but uh, one, two, three, jump. Okay. Then when he do it, that time, I can see, or you can see through the TV, but how beautiful it is. Form is beautiful and perfect jumping, you know, diving exactly. We can uh, we can give a point to him, but it is surface. It's exactly surface. But what is the real thing? Real thing. When he completely opened a way of going upward and downwards and becoming one with whole nature and display that unity in the air. That is a form, the form of diving into the ocean. At that time, real beauty is no one knows. But it speaks. Ah, how beautiful, how beautiful it is. But real beauty cannot be seen. That is real way. Real be your real beauty cannot be seen by anyone. This is a unity. This is the ultimate nature of existence. But it speaks every day because people are impressed by this by this form, by this diving into ocean, becoming one way. So from this point, the ultimate nature of existence doesn't have any forms, smells, colors, flavors. No one knows, but it speaks because, because 
everyone is impressed by. So in the Quran says, how do you know that? If you don't know, if, you, if, if no one knows that real beauty, how do you know? There, there, there is. But then, no, excuse me, no, uh, the, uh, the real beauty exists. How do you know that? And then the master completely says, I am busy with taking care of everyday life. So he left. This is just jumping. It's a jumping clear. Actual practice. Okay? This is always, you know, then Cohen mentions that real point. Okay? Between no one knows real truth, but that truth no one knows speaks so much. Okay? Because how do you know that? Because there are many beings who are saved by or who are very much impressed by this real fact. That's why he says, he says, if suddenly he releases an opening upward, not even the Buddha's eye could see him. Even if a thousand sages appeared, they too would have to fall back 3,000 miles. You know, many, many scholars and Buddhists in the United States, you know, desert the Buddha's teaching. What is the Buddha's teaching? In terms of philosophy, in terms of psychology, <coughs> many ways. <coughs> <coughs> But the more you try to do, the bu- real Buddha's point, Buddha's point is going far from you, which makes you uh, confused sometimes. Not sometimes, pretty often. <coughs> so that's why he says that even if a thousand faces appeared, they too would have to fall back three thousand miles more than 3,000 miles. So, absolute or the truth or ultimate nature of being is exactly one with you, with the trees, with the sky. Exactly one. But it's not one, it's two. But they're not two, they're one. That is called absolute one. So if you, if we say you and absolute, uh, the absolute is one. At that time, we imagine something mixed, okay? Something mixed of two things with two things, but it's not. It's not uh, at the unity. It's not something like that. If so, it is two. There is a. There are two? No, not two. Two is already dualistic. So whatever kind of word we use, always we are right in the middle of dualistic. Okay? So if you realize you are right in the middle of the dualism, you can be free from dualism. I mentioned uh, before Mm. Uh, let, let's go uh, even if a thousand sages appears they too would have to fall back 3,000 miles is there anyone with the same attainment and same realization is there anyone that is a case here is a, someone that called human then teacher so to test eyesight is to see. Human teaches his community said medicine and disease subdue each other. The whole earth is medicine. What is yourself? Um,
I think the there are several remarkable future features of uh, art and nature of being um, we call it the truth etc first one is uh, it is a bust and uh, all fading so no sections no uh, segment no segment so all beings exist but it's fast no segment that is a one characteristic of your ultimate nature second lacking in form color the smell and flavor anything lacking in completely nothing it's penetrating so even though in the bottom of uh, human existence there are many beings so called conditions okay? condition, but each conditions are doesn't have any forms and colors and smells so all of it they are interconnected interpenetrated but it's not mixed up, mixed up always smoothly working together freely that is the a second characteristic. Okay. Third, the ultimate nature is uh, acting at the super speed. Super speed. Fourth, it is tranquil. Because if it is acting at the super speed, it becomes quiet. It's very quiet. It, it becomes something is become but it, something is a very quiet tranquil you can see the active aspect of human life because if you sit down in that then you see the lot of active active uh, aspect of your energy your energies body mind constantly you can see it so basic nature basic nature of existence is very very active at super speed always active but simultaneously it's still very quiet so two things both exist uh, both uh, and both are coincident coincident this is your original nature and uh, fifth the working of uh, three and four in co- co- is a coincident. Okay, this is I mentioned. <coughs> That's why if you are very active, your life is very active. You don't like it. You don't satisfy. So you want to be quiet. But if you are quiet always, you don't like it either. So you want to be active. You know. So always there are active and activity. And activity and tranquility work together. So, uh, in the real uh, everyday life, you have to find, you have to find the tranquility in activities. You have to find activity in tranquility. Okay. So, in the setting in the Christian, it's not always in a quiet. It's active, very active, because you're tired, exhausted. If you sit down quietly, wholeheartedly, you completely exhaust. Not only the pain, physical pain, but totally mentally and physically, you are exhausted. That is natural. And then that means that means your body, body and mind is very active, very active. So when you become quiet, more and more you can see the active, more and more. That's why if you sit down, doesn't then it comes into everyday life. You can put it into everyday life, everyday which is very active. But in the activity, quietness can be fine. 
So whatever you do in activity, in act, act, in acting, I think you must be always quiet and do it. Okay? In order to be act, quiet in uh, within activity, it requires your great human resolute will. Yes, I do. Okay? With clear mind. That's a wisdom I mentioned before. <coughs> the sex, something arises and perishes. Uh, always in the bottom of uh, basic of nature, there is always something arises because it's active. Okay, very active. When something is moving, naturally it arises. Okay, it's something arises. So, uh, not only one thing, many beings arise at the moment. Many things. Uh, many beings arise actively and quietly at the moment. Okay? Very quietly, but very actively. Uh, which all are interconnected with each other and each of those arises and the different conditions. So many beings arise, okay? but it's very quietly and very actively. And then at the moment, so many at the moment many beings comes up, appear. And each of uh, beings always appears under completely different circumstances. You appears in different circumstances from others. Karagi appears under different circumstances. You, everyone, trees, birds. But they are all, they, they all arise, arise at the moment. Very quietly, very active. That's why we can live like this. Very quiet. Sometimes we can fight it. Sometimes your life is busting, you know. Tranquil as a serene lake or a quiet figure of standing tree in a peaceful morning. So that's why your life is what? Just like a lake. Serene lake. Nothing. Very quiet. That is you. That is a tree. That is a bird. That is a pebble slide. Number seven. However, if you are conscious of a tree, it appears precisely and clearly. And simultaneously, the rest of beings also appears as the quality of its life. If you see tree, if you see tree with your consciousness, that means the consciousness pick up trees, like uh, pick up uh, a single frame of a net, okay? and then rest of the net, uh, rest of the frames of net follows, come up with it means the rest of the net, rest of the frames don't appear in front, but behind. But it's, but their life, their life doesn't separate from it. They become content of this life. Okay? So you should remember your life. When you see you, that means a pick up for your a frame of a net. And then you are, then at that time, all the rest of the beings anyway follows it and becomes the contents of your life. Okay? Remember this one. Just like a pyramid. Simultaneously you built up pyramid, huge pyramid. Okay? Mount Smeru in Buddhism with Mount Smeru, we say. Huge Mount Smeru. Right in the center of the universe. Okay? Like a pyramid. 
but human beings are very egoistic and uh, kicking out the, the many things and that's a problem okay because that way of life are naturally against rhythm of uh, basic nature of existence <coughs> number eight uh, only a single tree you have conscious of appears absolutely alone in the whole world because lake is rain lake and the trees in exist in the same state of you know beings so all beings exist many beings exist at the moment so all single tree you know uh, the only a single tree you have been conscious of okay, appears absolutely alone in the whole world if you pick up you and appears in the whole world that is you completely alone but it's not alone you just sense in the usual sense because it is a perfect alone but rest of the beings support so only that that's why and at the same time the rest of beings do not appear in front but completely support it and become excellent contents for it that's why Dogen mentions when you witness one side one side is obscure when one side when your life uh, appears precisely and clearly so called I at that time rest of the beings the, the other persons and trees birds uh, doesn't appear in front so they be, their life becomes very obscure but they always support you as a contents of your life okay that's why you cannot ignore others' life. But apparently, egoistic sense always try to ignore. And uh, don't touch me saying, don't touch me like this. So, that is a human problem, always happens. Okay? And then from this, Okay, the, in this case, you men teaching this uh, community said medicine and disease subdue each other. So whatever, when you all world becomes medicine, whole world becomes medicine. And then on the other end, whole world becomes disease. Because when you pick up a disease, disease, the whole world becomes disease. Mm-hmm. And then next moment, when you pick up another frame of a net, then called medicines, all become whole world becomes medicine. This is true. So very naturally, if you see the human world as a medicine, all become medicine. But a whole world, if you see whole world as uh, in terms of your disease world become disease so but truly speaking uh, strictly speaking the basic nature of existence cannot be pinned down by any ideas whole world is disease whole world is medicine no only when you pick up medicine a frame of the one net as a medicine whole world medicine because uh, even though you don't take a medicine and no, uh, because uh, uh, psychological friction makes your makes this, makes make, makes your body sick more and more. But if your mental situation is uh, peaceful and uh, face the disease and the sickness and uh, uh, without uh, escaping, without any sense of uh, escaping from at that time, or wherever you may go, uh, 
mental aspect of human life really helps for the recovery, recovery of your sickness. So physical situation is connected with mental. So if you see, if you see whole universe like this, so whole universe is medicine. At that time, whatever you may go, you can carry disease, sickness, and but nevertheless, you can walk step by step, one by one, always in the path of recovery. Fortunately, unfortunately, you might die. But that's okay. This is the human world based on impermanence. So, that is, he says, medicine and disease subdue each other. The whole earth is medicine. Okay? whole earth is medicine. What is your life? What is yourself? You are whole world. If you stand up in the zendo, when you sit down in the zendo, this is whole world. That's why Gensha, the master, mentions self is whole world in the ten directions. This is called uh, repose and bliss. So Zazen is not learning something from uh, from from Zazen, but Zazen is repose and peace, peace exactly. So at that time, Zazen is Zazen becomes whole world. That is not something you try to discuss. You have to sit down. Always like that. Okay? Yeah.